morning, everyone. Good morning, Caribbean islands. Good morning, Africa. Good morning, the United States. This is Dr. Yurita Taylor, author of His Strength in My Weakness, A Journey of Brokenness, Breakthrough, and Transformation. I just want to say this morning, I'm thankful to God that I'm alive. I'm thankful for all of you that are listening. I'm thankful for the sun that is out there. These past few weeks, I've been speaking on abuse. I spoke on emotional abuse, physical abuse, neglect. Today, I'm going to speak on sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is a very, very sensitive topic. Um, it has affected the lives of many. Our children are not safe from sexual predators. When you're sexually abused, someone have taken something from you without your consent. It might be, you know, um, there's been a round table topic for the longest where the husband's saying, she's my wife, so how could I rape my wife? If she says no and you continue, it is abuse. You're taking something without consent. Just because you are married, men, that does not mean that you own the woman. You don't own her. So she has the right to say no. Sexual abuse is a sexual act without consent and saying no doesn't give consent. Our children are being abused. They're being abused from infancy. You hear in the news of infants that are being sexually abused. So then what happens now is those children, they're growing up and they're being resentful. They're angry. Sometimes they're depressed. They become bullies. And lately we've been hearing a lot of these children, they're committing suicide. They're blaming themselves for something that someone else did to them. And it's crazy, but it happens. Sexual abuse can either make a person hate sex or you become promiscuous to hide the pain that you feel inside. Sex becomes a tool or camouflage. Sometimes people that su suffer from sexual abuse, they become drunk, I'm sorry, drunks, drug addicts, molesters and abusers themselves. Others use their horrible experience and become advocates. They try to help others through the, the abuse that they suffered. For anyone suffering abuse, you did nothing wrong. Don't think for a minute that had you not worn those clothes, had you not walked that way down the road, all the ifs that pop up your mind, if I did this, if I didn't do this, you're not a victim. You did nothing wrong. You were a victim of an unfortunate demise, but you are victorious. Despite how that person made you feel, despite how you feel about yourself, despite what that person did to you, Look in the mirror, look at the beautiful person God made and give him thanks. Thank him that you are still here. Thank him that though that person committed the act, it did not break you. You are a survivor. You are beautiful. You're victorious. They could not take away what God said is yours. So then what you do now, you walk in your victory. And as you walk in your victory, you help others. Help others who have experienced the same thing that you've experienced. 
and help them to become stronger because in those moments they're feeling very weak and they're feeling like they did something wrong but because you have been there yourself and you have claimed your victory, you can help someone else because everybody doesn't have the same mindset. Everybody doesn't have that strong will, that determination in the same capacity. You might be stronger mentally than the next victim. So help them to overcome them. Teach them ways that they could protect their children much better if possible because you don't know who the abuser is. The abuser could be a close friend, a family member. It could be your spouse. They don't, they don't walk around with signs on their head that says, stay clear of me. I'm an abuser, abuser alert. There is no sign, no warning. A couple of years ago, these young boys were going to church, Catholic church, and they were abused by the priests. Now we look at a situation where we're like a man of God would do that. But the first thing they would tell you is they are humans too. And we, uh, we stand in judgment and we say, you know what, you're humans too, but we should be able to trust our children with you. And we're not being harsh when we say that it's true. We should be able to trust our children with the teachers in school, with the pastors in the church, with the family members, the aunts, the uncle, even a stepfather, stepmother, even as much as a, a parent, a biological parent. But there's something going on inside that person's mind that they think it's okay. It's okay to take a person's innocence. It's okay while that person asleep, you feel cold. So you need to be cuddling, messing with that person's private part. It is never okay. It's not. There's so much darkness in this world and we try to cover it by saying we've been abused too. Or this is what happened to me. But we can stop it. It is not okay, but some of us, we don't speak up. We speak up, we make changes and the change might be small or it might be late in coming, but it comes. Claim your victory. Your body is yours. You have the right to say no. You have the right to say, no, don't touch me. No, I do not want to have sex. And once that person go beyond that, then they're violating the person that you are, but feel no shame in that. You did nothing wrong. That person has something going on inside of them that is unhinged. And what happens then, no, they continue to abuse. So when you speak up, and I speak from experience, God has a sense of humor when he asked me to write my book. Because there's so many things in my past, one of the things I wanted to keep hidden was the experience that I myself went through. But he want me to use that to reach out to people. And here I am this morning, this beautiful morning. And I am telling you that I speak from experience when I tell you how small that person can make you feel when they violate you. That when they look at you with their eyes that they're undressing you, that's wrong. When they make all those flirtatious remarks and the things that they want to do to you, that's wrong. When they touch you and you say, no, it's wrong. But don't claim it. Don't hold on to it. Do what I'm doing. Speak out. Speak against it. Try to warn the next person. Oh, I saw this man and he's undressing your child. 
And remember, abuse, they're not just abusing girls. Boys are being abused. When my boys were younger, I made it a, a daily habit to check them. And I'm serious. I was checking them. And as they got older, they were embarrassed. But I did not want my children to experience what I did. I did not want them to go to abuse by nobody's hand on my watch. So I became watchful. I became determined that it wasn't going to happen. But part of that is because, no, the reason for that, not part of it, the reason for that is because I know what it feel like. I experience it. So I am pleading out to all of you this morning, become advocates for the next person. Help somebody. If you've been in that situation or you know someone's been in that situation, let's help each other. This abuse cannot continue. Sexual abuse is so, it is just all over. It's one of the, the, the biggest form of abuse out there, right next to physical abuse, the emotional abuse. They're all important, and we have to try to stop that. People are drinking their life away. One of the things that comes out of when, when you're being abused is, is the number one reason that people are becoming homosexuals. Because they were introduced to, the boys were introduced to a man doing that to them. So that's what they have in their mind. And they're thinking that it's okay. Women are being molested by women and they think it's okay. And then we have a whole world now that people are saying they were born that way homosexuals. But if we dig deep enough, there's a reason behind it. There's a reason why they're homosexuals. But that's a different topic, one that I will not touch. I will not touch that topic. It's not mine to touch. But we need to, to speak out. We need to help each other to get over these abuse. It is okay to say no. And when we say no, we mean no. Even if I'm married to you, Tom, and I said, no, I don't want to have sex. Tom have no right to continue to touch me just because he put a ring on my finger and we say I do for better or for worse. No means no. N the same no that I tell my husband, Tom, I will, and I'm not married. I'm just saying, figuratively speaking, I am not married audience. The same no that I tell Tom and I tell Harry the stranger is the same no that means I do not want to be touched. You're violating me. You're touching me without me giving you consent. Our young people are committing suicide because they're being abused from such a young age. And parents, we can't watch our children all the time. We can't. But what we can do is we can pray for them and ask God protection over them. Teach them how to pray because one thing God will do is he know when you're for him, he will direct you. Your mind might wake up and you might say, you know what? I'm going down this road here, but God has such a strength over our mind, over our body. that next, you know, you going down the other road and you'll be like, man, I'm so glad I didn't go down that road. That's the power of the God that we serve. He is our protector. Bad things are going to happen in life. It will. But one thing I know that children of God, God will protect you. You just had to let him in. So teach your children how to pray from a young age so that God could start protecting them even more fiercely and they could hear when he's speaking to them. Because we need to be listening to God to protect us from all this abuse in the world that keeps going on every day. 
So for anyone that's listening this morning, I tell you, do not blame yourself. Feel good about yourself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, I am a beautiful child of God. And what was done to me did not break me. Listeners, what was done to me did not break me. It come, I come out like a shooting cannon, but I'm here. And I could speak about the things that happened to me freely without crying. But for many years, I cried and I blamed myself. And that's why I hated my body all these years. But you know what? This is the body that God said I should have. If he wanted me to have a different body, he would have given me a different one. So I'm not going to be ashamed of my body. I'm not going to be ashamed when I was a young girl growing up and coming into woman form. When this thing happened to me. I am thankful that I am here today and I could speak and be advocate for others who have, been, who have experienced abuse. Sexual abuse is wrong. Touching you when you don't want to be touched is wrong. But don't blame yourself because Jesus Christ has already freed you from any shame and guilt. When he went on that cross, he freed you of all of that. And because he freed you, that means you're victorious. So you need to let it go. Let it go. It's gone because Jesus Christ already paid the price. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Since he already paid the price, let's walk victorious. Father God, I thank you for another day that you woke me up there, God. And though I don't know how far and wide your teachings go through me, I just pray that for anyone listening who have been sexually abused, that they know that you already paid that price and it's not theirs to carry anymore. You have lifted that burden off of them. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for freeing them from the guilt and the shame because that's not who you made us to be. You didn't make us to be ashamed of anything. Even the abuser is freed as they say your word. They just need to look to you so that you could help them so that they don't abuse someone else because abusers tend to become abusers. When you abuse someone, you tend to repeat that cycle of abuse. And then next, you know, your children are coming and they're abusing as well. We need to look to you, God, from whence cometh our help and get our strength from you because there's nothing we cannot overcome through you. You already paid that price with your life on the cross. So we thank you, dear God. We thank you. We thank you for all that you're doing, dear God. And we thank you for freeing us. We thank you that you love us so much that you want us to live a better, victorious life. These things I pray in Jesus' name. Listeners, I plead to you for us to make a change. For us to pay as much attention as we can to our children. Because this abuse, it has got to stop. It, it, it's not it, it's not the right thing to do. No means no. 
No doesn't mean maybe. It doesn't mean yes. It means no. We want our children to be the best they can be. That's why we work so hard and we try to give them everything they can. We want them to be the best that they can be. So let's start to change our ways so that they can see change in, changes in us and try to protect them as best as you can. And we can't protect them all the time, but there is someone named Jesus Christ who can protect them all the times, all the time he can protect them. So let's invite him in, invite him in into our homes, in our cars, in our workplaces, so we can feel his presence and know his voice as he directs us every day. Listeners, thank you for listening. It's a beautiful day today that God have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Thank you.